For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're tuned into the Believe in Bengals show with Solomon Wilcox and Adam Pacman Jones. Welcome, everyone, to the Believe in Bengal podcast delivered by 828 Logistics. And, of course, the Cincinnati Bengals, wow, they go down to Nashville and they deliver. 20-16, to 16, they get the win over the Tennessee Titans, and how about this, Adam? The last time we were there in the divisional playoff game where the Titans were the number one seed in the playoffs, they scored 16 points in that game. They get 16 points in this game, and again, it's not enough. I thought this was supposed to be a revenge game for the Tennessee Titans, so what happened? Well, I called it out, uh, and I know as a team we play really good. But Lou, Lou Anaroma, is, he he does it again. Like, we said it here that he will put five people on the line and force um, um, Tannehill to beat us, which we know he couldn't do. Even the balls they caught, even the deep ball was very well covered. So, you know, you you, you we, don't, we look at those plays like, hey, look, they get paid too. So um, my game ball goes to, to Lou. He did an unbelievable job of switching up the fronts, changing the back end, and made it look easy. Oh, my goodness. Listen, uh, the defense, there's no doubt. Luana Roma, we keep saying it. We have been saying it for a while. Uh, one of the best-kept secrets. I don't think it's a secret anymore. After doing what he did and only giving up 38 rush yards to King Henry, Derrick Henry is the most lethal running back in the NFL. This is a guy who's broken records uh, that were held by Jim Brandt. This guy is the modern-day Jim Brown running uh, in the National Football League. You can see it on that screen pass, man. A big guy who can move like that, and we held him to only 38 yards rushing. And if they can't run, you and I both know they can't win. Am I right? Yeah, and I think we did a great job um, having um, the big guys back up front, um, big 98. Um Making him run sideways instead of downhill. Jesse Bates coming up from um, the back end, tackling low and not high. Um, so I think we did a great job coaching. I didn't see too many guys. Um, called him one time when he came through there high, but I, I for the most part we tackled sound and uh, we took we took good care of not letting him break tackles and get yak yards out of uh, making something out of nothing. I should say. I don't know if you saw this, but I was really proud of my boy Mike Hilton. From that nickel corner position, uh, he could read the run play. He didn't just waste time standing in space. He was shooting the gap, getting penetration into the backfield. And I think he alone, the little guy, tackled the big guy in the backfield, tackles for losses while he was knifing in underneath to sort of like a good, like a cowboy in the rodeo. How you just throw a lasso around the legs of that bull or that calf. Man, he was right around the, the legs of, of Derrick Henry. I didn't see Derrick Henry 
stiff arm one guy to the ground. And you and I both know he, he does that every week across this league. And, and we talked about it. Like, obviously, uh, we are well prepared for them. Um, we played them in the playoffs, so we, we have a lot of film. The coaches have dialected this team from top to bottom. Um, I don't think they as good as they was last year um, as far as talent-wise, but we know they have up front with the running game. But, man, the, the little things that we did in that game as far as playing five-down linemen, playing gap football, having Mike come off the edge and make sure you make the tackle because you're the last man on the edge. So, like I said, Lou did a good job of putting this game plan together and um, making sure everybody was ready. I'm proud of what we do here on the Believe in Bengal podcast, and I'm proud of the help that we get from the people at Bally Sports Ohio to take what you and I talk about as we were previewing this game last week. It was prophetic. Uh, we said it. The way you stop Derrick Henry – we talked about running a bare front, five-man defensive line, clogging up the middle, forcing Derrick Henry to bounce. With a big man like Derrick Henry who can run as fast as he can at 250 pounds, you want him running toward the sideline. If he gets going downhill, it's like a bowling ball and all you guys ain't nothing but bowling pins. And I think that was an illustration that we saw in that 69-yard run on that screenplay. When that dude got going downhill, man, it wasn't no catching him. And, and nobody wanted to make – everybody was making business decisions. If you did catch him, it was from the side or from behind. But once he get rolling, you ain't running into that because he liked the bowling ball. But we kept him running toward the sideline all day, at least in the run game. That was a pass play that he caught in space uh, before anybody could get to him on the little screen pass. But on the run game, we were perfect. Kept him running, going toward the sideline. He's not the kind of guy that can stick his foot in the ground and then get going downhill. Kind of have to stop and turn slowly. Um, so I, I just thought the game plan worked to perfection. And you and I called it last week when we were previewing this game. I told all of the Bengal fans, don't worry. We're going on a four-game winning streak. Solly was nervous about one of them. He said we would win three out of the next four. I truly still think we'll win four out of the next four. Chiefs coming here at home. It's going to be loud. It's going to be epic. And I think <laughs> we got their number. I think we got their number. I don't know. We beat them here. Lou and Aroma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and we beat them here and we beat them there. Uh, playing them twice last year. All right, Adam. Hey, let's take a break. When we come back, we get to talk about the performer of the week. This may shock and amaze you, but once we give it to you, I think we will find that it's unanimous that a lot of people are going to agree with us. Uh, talk about the performer of the week, week 12, brought to you by the wonderful people at Eli Sports Bar and Grill. And Adam Jones, our performer of the week, week 12 against the Tennessee Titans, first of all, it has to come from the defensive side of the ball. And the guy who was in the middle delivering the hammer, the muscle that really provided us to hold Derrick Henry to only 38 yards rushing was none other than linebacker Jermaine Pratt. This right. dude is bringing it. I mean, he he's physically strong. He can hit. He can tackle. He can cover. Whether they were running it or throwing it, 
He was in the middle of the action. And when he get his hands on you, bro, it's over. Jermaine, Jermaine Pratt is our performer of the week against the Tennessee Titans. Jermaine Pratt is a football player. I'm, I'm, I know he plays safety, but, man, I've never seen a, a linebacker that's got a tight end that's running full speed, Solly, grab him while he's running full speed and slam him back the other way. Like yes, he, he took him. <laughs> I said, oh, my God, he just cock strong. <laughs> I mean, like certain things you can't coach, certain oh, things you can't teach. Amen. He has that it factor, the thing that you can't coach and teach. He's strong. He's smart. And I, I can't believe he played safety and moved down to linebacker. I, I, I can imagine how good he was coming from 15 yards downhill, smashing people. But um, he played an unbelievable game. He was all over the field. Um, when he hit you, you know he's hitting you. Woo! And um, he, he's a hell of a football player. Bro. Amen. He was a great player for us. We need to go ahead and sign him for the long-term deal. You and I, we've been talking about our, our linebackers. Logan Wilson, he was a former defensive back. Jermaine Pratt. These two guys, I said it. I would not take any other linebackers than these two guys because in today's NFL, you got to be able to play the pass with some of these talented tight ends, but you got to still be able to anchor in the old school fashion against the run. And that's exactly what you saw from Jermaine Pratt in this game on Sunday. Uh, total tackles nine on the day. Against Ooh. the run, against the run, he had six total tackles. Two tackles for losses. That means in the other team's backfield. Against the pass, they targeting five times. He only allowed three catches for five yards, bro. Three catches for five, total of five yards. His coverage skills were off the chart. His tackling skills were phenomenal. I think if you really understand what Lou Anaromo is trying to get done defensively, I don't know that we could have got it done without Jermaine Pratt. That's why he's our performer of the week. He was perfect for the game plan Lou Anaromo wanted to run to stop this powerful Tennessee Titans offense that's got a powerful offensive line and one of the best running backs the game has ever seen in Derrick Henry. And by the way, he was the highest PLF linebacker graded, graded. this week. So. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. That's right. Yeah, I like this kid is the real deal, Sally. He's the real deal. I, I I truly think he reminds me, and I'm not trying to say this any kind of crazy way, but his motor skills and the way he does things remind me of an Odell Beckham when I mean not Odell Beckham, Odell Thurman when Odell yeah. Thurman was here, the way that he That's played right. linebacker. Ooh, you know, his smarts, the way he gets to the ball, he can play the run, he can play the pass. Um He's a good football – I mean, a good football player that could be great. Odell Thurman, I mean, he had uh, player of the week, defensive player of the week many times when he was here with the Cincinnati Bengals. Unfortunately, his career just was too short. But you and me, we remember the games this That's guy would put in. Yeah. I mean, some of the plays 
that he made and some of the games that he played. It was among some of the best I've ever seen by any linebacker anywhere over the 103-year history of our league. Odell Thurman was a phenomenal linebacker. And you're right, uh, Jermaine Pratt, you got to pay attention now. When you watch these games, our linebacker play is as good as any around the NFL. You mentioned it. I like that about you, Adam, because it tells me you're doing your homework. PFF gave him a tremendously high grade for his performance in this game. We gave him a high grade, so we're kind of sharing a brain with the people at PFF. Uh, Jermaine Pratt, Performer of the Week, brought to you by the wonderful people at Eli Sports Bar and Grill. Uh, all right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to tell everyone what the Bengals proved by winning this game and some of the others without a Joe Mixon, without a Jamar Chase. Of course, we'd love to have them. We're better with them. So what did we learn about this team when they took the field without two of their best offensive players? This is the time where we got to recognize the fact that we went into the Lions Den week 12 against the Tennessee Titans without two of our best offensive players. You go in there without a Joe Mixon, without a Jamar Chase, it might look bleak for some. So tell me, what did the Bengals prove being able to win not only yesterday's game, but over the last few weeks, say without Jamar Chase and at least on Sunday without Joe Mixon? First and foremost, let's give the coaches their, their props because – they have done a great job of plugging guys in with guys being hurt. And we all – me personally, I'm, I'm on the coaches when they don't do their job. So I, I want to give them their kudos for putting the guys in the right spot and not beating ourselves, you know, because sometimes when you have guys that you got to plug in, you got to change some of your – I mean, some of your ways. You can't go all out on third blitz if you don't have the type of players that you know that can play all out on, on third down on the all-out blitz. So – First and foremost, I give give the coaches they props, but as a team, yes, it shows everybody that Cincinnati Bengals is a for real team of a real NFL program. It showed everybody that we are playoff contenders, and you know what happened when we get in that playoff side. Good thing, good hey, good thing. Sure. You got to be, I, yeah. got to be healthy and right, and it's got to match up. I think we win our division. Um, everybody keep talking about how. how how, how dangerous Baltimore is. Well, let me tell y'all something. Cincinnati Bengals is dangerous too. Mm -hmm. Here, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you what they proved. They proved that our boy Mike Hilton was right this offseason when he said Cincinnati Bengals ain't no fluke. I know a lot of y'all, remember he said it. You guys thought what we did one year ago, we got lucky. No, we get lucky. And I think this is, let's, they did it again. They went down to Nashville and they beat them again. But a lot of people again. still ain't go. People ain't gonna want to give them their props. They did not take the Titans by surprise. You could say, "Well, okay, they caught us off guard in the playoff game." Well, what about Sunday? You knew we were coming, and the Bengals told you they were coming and did it again. Listen, when they beat the Chiefs twice last year, they beat them. Chiefs tried to say, "Okay, yeah, they caught us off guard." They went and did it again. How many times do the Bengals have to keep winning like this? Even if it means winning ugly. Even if it means, hey, we ain't looking flashy and cute. No, we just roll up our sleeves and get physical at the point of attack 
and win a game maybe when people didn't think they should win. Mike Hilton was right. They're be- They're not a lucky team. They're just a good team. I, I believe what we proved, what Joe Burrow said, get used to doing this. We're going to be doing this from here on out. He said it. He said, we're going to be playing in big games later in the year, and we're going to be winning those games, and we're going to be lighting up a lot of cigars. He said, this is what we're going to be doing. I'll tell you another thing that, that we proved, that, and you said it. They are a team. They're not just reliant on Jamar Chase. They're not just reliant on Joe Mixon. As highly as we think about those players, and we think – very highly of Jamar Chase. We think very highly of Joe Mixon. The guys who who play behind him, T. Higgins, seven catches, 114 yards on the day. The game-winning touchdown to seal the deal. Prove that, man. Yeah, we, we, that's, that's right. Because right. he's like, man, I went, he went and took it. He went and took it. It just proved that we got other guys who can step in. Jamar J.P. Ryan, 21 touches. 98 yards on the day and a rushing touchdown proved that I'm not going to say he's Joe Mixon, but if Joe take a day off or Joe have his concussion protocol, I'm not worried when, when Samar JP Ryan come in there, it proves that we have great depth that this team is built the right way in their portal. We can travel anywhere at any time and play against the NFL's elite and still come away a winner without necessarily having our best players on the field, Adam. And I, I totally agree. Shout out to Duke Tobin because he's done a great job of getting this right. roster together right. this offseason. That's right. Um, he did say earlier, we got, we have our starters, but we're trying to find the best backups. Duke, you did a hell of a job of putting this team together and the guys that just had to step in when, when guys have been down. So shout out to Duke Tobin, man. And, and the Bengals organization for, for all of the, the stuff that they put in place for to be prepared for this. Hey, man. Trenton Irwin, Hayden Hurst, every week. Yeah. Every week yeah. we got we got dudes, man, who every, somebody else didn't want. And they, and they, and, but we wanted, right? May not be good for you, but they're good for us. And these guys are helping us get things done too. When we come back at them, man, we got to point out some other people and some other things that maybe they didn't see on game day, but the keen eye of Adam Pac-Man Jones was able to see it. I want you to help our viewers out because I know when a lot of people watch the game, their eyes go to certain areas of the game, and that's good, and that's fine. But for um, an enlightened player and analyst like yourself, I want you to tell our viewers maybe some of the things that maybe you saw that maybe others didn't see take place in this week 12 game on Sunday against the Tennessee Titans. Um, The biggest thing that I saw that other people probably didn't see was the defensive unit and how they round together. And, you know, it's going to get cold. And when you can stop the run, when you're facing the best running back in the league right now, Playoffs time to get here, you're going to have to stop the run. So that's my biggest thing that I took out of this game because the team we are, the team that we will be playing in the playoffs, besides the Chiefs, they're going to run the ball 20, 30 times. And one thing I just figured out this weekend Lou Amarola, 
Yeah. How about saying it right? I'm not saying Lou Anaromo. Anaromo. Lou Anaromo. You know, my, you know, I'm a little slang. You know, I talk country. It's all right. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. Big Lou. Um, he has proven week in and week out that he can put these guys in the right position, Solid. Mm -hmm. I don't care about the offense because I know what the offense can do. But when I can get the defense to keep these folks to 16 points, we should win the game every time. Wow, man. That's what I see yeah. this week that I hope everybody else picked up. When you can keep people to 16 points, mm -hmm. you can win the game. I already know what the offense could do. So I, I was more caught up on how the defense responded and um, played. Well, you know me. I was watching everything. And that's right. I'm taking notes. I got computers going over here. I got another terminal over here. I'm tracking it all. And I was most impressed because you know how it is in football. When the offensive line play horrible, we call them out. But this offensive line that we paid all this money for, they are starting to show up, and they're showing up big. Yes, the last time we played the Tennessee Titans, keep in mind, the Titans sacked us nine times they sacked Joe nine. Burrow. Nine. Yes. You know how many sacks they had on Sunday? One. So yes, that tells you – Man, that's a big offensive line working. They were grinding, man. They were communicating. They're playing better now that they've had time to play together. The chemistry with this offensive line is beginning to take hold. The toughness. Remember um, when when Lyle Collins had to go out, but Dinajay, he came in. We didn't miss a beat at the right tackle position. I was very much impressed with that because I'm thinking, ah, here we go. So that was something I saw that I think can bode well for us because our offensive line has flat out improved from week one when we gave up seven sacks to the Pittsburgh Steelers and from last year when we gave up nine sacks to the Titans to giving up one on Sunday against the Titans. Here's another thing that I saw, man. DJ Reader is back. DJ Reader is our dog. He's the anchor to this Not defense, it. man. Big 9-8. DJ Reader is that dude. He was throwing guys out the club, digging out the ball carrier, man, making plays. He gives us the physicality up front to dominate on the line of scrimmage. I want to make sure he's around when Cleveland comes back around. When Cleveland come to town, we going to need us some DJ Reader because I ain't going to be no Nick Chubb running all up through us no more. Just wait and see. Just lay low on that one. That one's for another day. Here's another thing I saw that maybe a lot of people didn't see. My boy Cam Taylor Britt. Did you see him go get Derrick Henry? Did you yeah. see him? Did you see him strong arm? Give me that ball. Give, give me that. He just took the ball from a grown man. <laughs> Adam Jones, come on, man. The rookie. The rookie got some yeah. heart. He got some heart, man. Yeah. That was an unbelievable play. You can tell he do that in practice the way he That's did it. Though, exactly bro. right. He does that in practice. Those are habits that you practice. Oh. And some guys get it. Some guys don't get it. And you can tell he gets it. Hey, man, he graded high in this game, too. He had the best coverage yeah. game by PFF of any of our defensive back. The rookie. That's right. Yeah. And look, uh, Traylon Burks is a big dude. He went up and got – but hey man, Cam was all over him. They were it was a that contested was ball. It was great, great coverage. coverage. It was great yeah. coverage. That's why he still graded out high. And his tackling was off. He was our leading tackler in the game. 
He's the lead yeah. tackler in the game. I could have gave him performer of the week, but what Jermaine Pratt did was so special. I just had to give it to him. I had. But, man, yeah, you, you had Cam Taylor Britt, I'm watching you. This dude, he ain't taking no step backward. He got. He kind of remind me of a little Adam Jones, little cocky dude out there. The big, big little man on the field ain't backing down from nobody. I'm just throwing that out there. He that's what he kind of remind me of. <laughs> hey, he played with a lot of swag. Yeah, he's man. Very smart, Sally. You can Ooh. tell he's freaking smart. Yeah, he played yeah. leverage. Yeah, that one ball, you got to. He he could have did a. Swipe through a little bit, but he's right there. You can't get mad about that. Like, no, no and um, no, no. the way he's playing and this early, and he yeah. was a safety. Yeah. I don't know. Sky's the limit for him. He's yeah. special. So he he's a corner. He this guy was a quarterback in high school. He moved into defensive back at uh, University of Nebraska. He's playing starting corner for us with um, Chidobio Wuzie out. Um, yep. He coming in and giving us some meaningful minutes. Obviously, coming in uh, is going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. We're all going to get tested there, particularly with Travis Kelsey. Man, he just he giving it to everybody. But hey, we're celebrating this one. Cincinnati Bengals doing a wonderful Ooh, job. They won five of their last six games after starting the season. How about this, man? Oh, and two. We started. Oh, no, nah, man. We don't flinch. We're going to be doing this from here on out. I believe you, Joe Burrow. Thank you for showing up. Well, thanks to the defense. Lou Anaromo, great job. Um, we got to do it again this week coming up against the Kansas City Chiefs. We want to thank everyone for joining us. That's right. This has been the Believe in Bingo podcast delivered by 828 Logistics. We'll be back later in the week right here on Bally Sports Ohio. Have a good one, everyone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.